welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers here on irishtalkers.com. We are now giving you the second segment of this week's show. And at the top of the programme, I did highlight a very important guest with us this afternoon. We are delighted to have the very eminent Elizabeth Jordan, who is the VPR manager for District 71. Elizabeth, you are very welcome to the talk show for talkers. Um, thank you, Ted. I'm delighted to be your guest. As you know, I listen to your show every week. So it's an honour for me to be actually a guest on the show. Thank you, my dear. And the honour is all ours. And we are going to be asking you the five questions that we ask of all our guests. But first of all, there might be a different five questions for you. So the first thing I'm going to ask you, Elizabeth, is what, what club are you a member of? I'm actually a member of three clubs and soon to be a fourth club. My home club is Hertfordshire Speakers, where I've been a member for 10 years, well, 10 years in October. I'm also a member of Cornerstone Communicators, which is an advanced club. I'm a member of an online club, Presentation Zen Masters, and I have applied to be a member of a wonderful Irish club called Casho. So those are the clubs I belong to. Oh, wonderful. You nearly have more clubs than Nick Faldo. <laughs> do you know who Nick Faldo is? I do. I do know who he is, yes. Oh, or should they call him Sir Nick Faldo? No. Is he involved in Toastmasters by any chance? What, Nick? Yes. No, he's a golfer. I do know that. I do know my sporting... I do know the sporting heroes. <laughs> well done. Excellent. Elizabeth, what brought you to Toastmasters? Well, that's an interesting question. I was having lunch with some of my colleagues and one of the managers, and the manager had actually been to a Toastmasters meeting, and he he told us how what a wonderful experience it was, these wonderful speeches and the feedback and so on. And it really chimed with me because at the time I knew that I needed to improve my public speaking. At work, I was very confident giving technical, I'm a research chemist by training. So I'm quite confident doing technical speeches, but call me in to do anything impromptu, call, put me out of my comfort zone, and I was tongue tied. And I thought that sounds interesting. So I want to underscore the importance of word of mouth because literally I heard of it through him. And I looked it up on the internet, but it took me another, I think, three or four months before I plucked up the courage to walk into my local Toastmasters club. So I want to make the point that we shouldn't underestimate the effort it takes. So particularly since I'm in PRM, I want people to think you know, to spread the word that Toastmasters, that we're friendly people. Don't be, don't wait three months to come and see us. Come along. We are warm. We are friendly. We are here to help and we want to meet you. So that's my message to everyone. Come and come along to a meeting. We'll greet you with open arms. Lovely testimonial. And did you just walk into that meeting without being dragged in for your best friend or anything like that? Well, actually, my husband was so fed up of me talking about Toastmasters <laughs> and not doing anything. He said, I will come along with you. So we went along to the meeting and that first night we went along cold, wet, 
miserable October night, sat at the back of the room, but I must say I was electrified. The speeches were fantastic. I was, I actually was hooked by the evaluations and that's what kept me going back. That bit chimed with me. Table topics terrified me and I kept thinking, hope they never have to ask me to do that. But <laughs> I think it was a sort of the, the smiles and the handshakes and the feeling that it was a warm environment that gave me the courage to go back again on my own. And 10 years later, I'm still an active member of the club and I absolutely adore my home club. That's brilliant. And my, and my other clubs. Yeah, yeah. And I can see that. You you can see the enthusiasm mm. coming all through you and the electricity, as you said. And if you don't mind me asking, did your hobby join as well? Well, actually, no. He, but he has been with me too, because I've been to conferences every year since I joined. I've been to okay. Ireland many times. I've been everywhere. And my husband's always been been with me but this year because I have got a district level position he has decided to join because he wants to be able to um you know obviously be there for me back me totally and but he's joined a different club he hasn't joined my club well that's a good idea yes it is is. is. that's a good idea so well done well done on getting that right so what has been the greatest benefit to you do you know that the benefits have are so many? I think professionally, it's helped me to polish the presentations I give at work. In my leadership roles, it's helped me to have that. I would say that in, to help my interpersonal skills and the listening skills extremely powerful. But I would want to mention what I've done out of work because I've sorry out of beyond, beyond Toastmasters and outside work, I've helped people a lot with things like you know preparing eulogies and practice in eulogies. And as you can imagine, these are emotional times. And when people, when you help them to do that right, it means an awful lot. I mean, about two months ago, I got a knock on my door and I had the most magnificent bouquet of flowers. And it was from a friend. I'd helped her write the eulogy for her father's funeral. And she was so touched by the eulogy she delivered she wanted to say thank you and I in turn want to say thank you to Toastmasters because they helped me do that um I helped another lady who was the mother of the bride she was absolutely petrified but she stood up on her daughter's wedding day and it was the most magnificent experience and can I tell you that this was what two years ago and every three months I get a box of um organic honey delivered to my door. And I keep saying to her, you've thanked me enough. She says, you don't know what you did for me. And this is a small way to repay you. And I say to her, that is Toastmasters. That's what Toastmasters has done for me. And it's that sharing that I believe I value the most, more than the promotion at work or you know any of that. It's, it's what you can do for others. I believe that's the ethos that I value a lot. That's, that's wonderful. You've identified a very important aspect of Toastmasters, that what it does for you, you know, we've never been told about the leadership qualities mm. that you pick up, but what it does for you, and you've identified it here, uh, Elizabeth, you've identified it in that what it does, it brings out the best version of you. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way to put it. I think, in fact, I would say that's what it's done for me. Yes, it's definitely. brought out... I think the nicest part, the best of what Elizabeth is, and that's about service. It's about giving. It's about helping. And, um, yeah, I, I cannot thank Toastmasters enough. So I'm in for the long haul. Yeah, well done. And that jar of honey every week, you know, that helps the voice as well. 
so that lady knew what she was doing, my dear. <laughs> she she certainly did. She certainly did. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what has been your biggest Toastmasters challenge? I would say this role as public relations manager is a huge challenge. I've done most of the roles at club level. I've been an area director. I was a um, deputy division director. And I, I was last year helping Daniel um, as the club chair, club quality chair. But I think to sit at, on a district leadership team where you've got you know, four and a half thousand members, you've got 12 districts. The expectation is huge. And realistically, we only have one year. So to do all the things that one wants to do, and it's a district that I believe has got challenges. I mean, and with COVID and all sorts of things, Mm -hmm. it really is a huge challenge. But it's a challenge I am excited about. I feel passionately about. I'm bursting with ideas of what to do. And I believe it's going to be a fantastic year. I will certainly make sure it's a fantastic year, but conscious that it's a short time to do a lot. So that's the challenge, but it's a nice challenge to have. It is a nice challenge. And, you know, you've identified something else. You only have one year. But what what I find, and I'm sure you're prepared for this as well, that when somebody such as yourself who has that ambition to take up a role and to challenge yourself, even though you'll only have one year in that role, it doesn't mean that you'll be stepping down from the DLT team next year. You, you obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but you will consider taking another role next year and eventually your husband will have to have his tuxedo <laughs> nicely pressed for the time when you become the, 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 the district, district director. Um, that's that's um, a nice ambition, but one I would be proud to have because I believe being a Toastmaster is about service. I think humility is what it's about. I think if you've got big ambitions because it's a big post, I think you're in the wrong place, doing the wrong job. And I don't feel that way. I just feel it's all about the members. That's what gives me the energy and enthusiasm to pursue what I do. So that's that's what I, what I think. Yeah, well done, well done. And you know, mm-hmm. the position that you already know, there were quite a number of people who put their hand up for that role. You had, you had stiff competition to get to where you are. Absolutely. It's really amazing because normally, in, fa- in fact, most in most places, this role is a nominated role. It's not an elected role. Mm-hmm. And typically, there are, I don't know, maybe two candidates, if that. But this year, there were four candidates. So it was a very, very stiff competition, which I think is fantastic because you want... You, you want the, it to be co- competitive. But my thought was all about, I want to serve. I want to do this. I want to give this my absolute best. So I had my team. As I said, my husband was behind me 100%. I had, I, I would say my secret weapon was a, was a philosophy student from Cambridge who I've known all my life. She was extremely helpful in being, in critiquing some of the things I did, she was, she helped me to do my podcast. So I think, but above all, and what I did, I think helped me tremendously was I visited lots and lots of clubs. And I must say going to the clubs in Ireland, I think perhaps taught me more than anything else. I learned a lot about your different ways of doing things, about warmth, about engagement. And I thought, you know, I really want to do this. So on the day I got up and I said, I'm I'm just going to go and give this my best shot. If I don't get it, then the other three people are Toastmasters. They're like me. They've got the, the 
Toastmasters at heart, good luck to them. Yeah. But if I don't get it, I will feel I've given it my best. And and that's what I did. And and that was, you know, how yeah, I wanted well to done, job well, as done. Well. well done. And well I will I'm what I must say is that I had met you previously at one or two other uh, conventions and I also saw you giving speeches and Toastmasters. And I won't say it's now to try to get gravita with you or anything, but I know here in Ireland when the board, the board was like, we, we're going to be voting for Elizabeth. Well, I, I cannot thank you enough. Um, I hope you're, I will make sure that the faith people have placed in me, the trust they've placed in me will not be misplaced because I'm going to be working absolutely, giving you 100% of the best of what I have. Oh, and brilliant. I look forward to the year. And as I said, I look forward to having your this fantastic resource play a major role in PR in D71. So I hope to see a lot of all of you. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, well done. That's, that's fantastic. And if you could, what would you change about Toastmasters, if anything? Um, that's a good question. Perhaps what I would change is I think, the roles are fixed one year, which I think is good in a way, in a sense, it gives a lot of people a chance and people don't build fiefdoms. But I think there are occasions when you need perhaps someone in a role for longer than a year because a year goes very, very quickly. They're just about knowing what they're doing <laughs> by the end of the year. And then someone new comes in and in a weaker district or a weaker club or what have we, one doesn't have the time to build what is needed. So that I would perhaps... Um, change or yeah, I think that's one thing I would I would consider changing. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And what keeps you coming back to Toastmasters, Elizabeth? Um, so much. I would say it is the learning. I have never been to a Toastmasters meeting and not leave feeling richer for it. They're always wonderful stories, wonderful ideas, and so on. So that keeps me going. The people, I meet tremendous people. And now that we can Zoom across the world, and I've been everywhere from Australia to Zimbabwe, the A to Z, I'm just fascinated by these people, you know, my fellow friends and so on who are Toastmasters. So very, very much enjoy that. And as I said, the opportunity to serve, because I, I, I really believe um, what Martin Luther King said that um, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. And that kind of greatness I like because I, you know, I like to serve and yeah. And I have the opportunity to do that in Toastmasters. And what a way to finish off your interview on the talk show for talkers this week, Elizabeth, it has been an absolute pleasure. I'm only sorry that you're not trembling like you thought you may be because you commanded, you commanded this show and it's been our, privilege to have you on this show with us today. Thank you, Elizabeth. No, thank you. I think the reason I'm not trembling is because you are so fantastic. You're so, you made me feel as though you were just talking to me. You made me feel very relaxed, very conversational. I feel fantastic. I can now go and face my... Yeah, my oh, yeah you'll be taking over that boss's job soon, Elizabeth. <laughs> Super, thank you. So, best of luck. Um, I have no doubt we'll have you back on the show again in the very near future. I would love to. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thank Bye. you, Elizabeth. Bye. Bye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.